Hey guys, you're back with ESC on my infamous I Ain't Shit podcast because let's yeah, let's just face it, sometimes we have to fucking humble ourselves or karma will do it for us. Um, she does a fantastic job in my life and keeping me humble. It's great. Every time I think I'm like here, she just, whew, just knocks me down a peg. Love her. Um, it's so funny too because right now I just told my roommates, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm like, the best way to get them to fucking be quiet is telling them that they might come out on this um, episode or like they, they get the microphone to pick up their sounds and then they freak out and now it's like a dead ass quiet. I'm like, Jesus, start fucking lying and saying that I'm recording episodes all the time. <laughs> if that's what it takes to get some peace and fucking quiet in this house, I'm talking shit. Um, my roommates are not that noisy. But anywho... I love getting DMs asking how they are. They're doing fantastic. Um, he's still eating my fucking food. Uh, that hasn't changed. That probably will never change. Um, and it is what it is. What are you going to do? I got Domino's. I'm so fucking hungover. My friend had a pool party for her birthday. I, I don't even know. What is sleep? I, th- this was the first night in a really long time where I didn't get good sleep. Like, I think by the time I lay down, it was like fucking 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning. And I only slept for an hour because my stomach was literally in so much pain from all the sugar. I didn't. I don't even remember eating. I think I ate like four tacos and called it a day. And all I kept drinking were jello shots and daiquiris and white claws. All the things. All the sugar. Just my stomach hated me so much. Oh my goodness gracious. So I'm on, well no, and then I fucking crashed. I finally came home and crashed out for like three, four hours. So I'm kind of running on crackhead energy, you know, this is the usual, I'm fine, fucking Sunday scaries are commencing, but what are you, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, I thought it was so funny, like, kind of, like, thinking about the nice guy theory and how that's just been, like, super, I don't know, I guess argued about for a hot minute and just seeing, like, my own situations with when it comes to like the nice guy quote unquote and how men just feel like either women just um like you know either women just want the nice guy or the argument of how like women feel that they don't necessarily want a nice guy because then like, there was one video but the way she put it was interesting and and bear with me because like I'm not gonna lie when she said it, I needed to watch it like four times just to like pick it up she wants a guy who can bring enough masculine energy to dominate her masculine energy to bring out her femininity. Whatever the fuck that word was. Because, you know, it ain't no fucking episode of me if I don't mispronounce something. Um, Her feminine energy. So I was like, I had to sit with that for a minute. Because I'm like, okay, wait. So she's trying to say that she wants, and I I get this. I'm not talking shit about her. I I understand where she's coming from. But like to kind of like explain it in better terms. Is she's trying to say like she wants to be with somebody who's not necessarily insecure with themselves and is very like secure of their own personality their own whatever their own masculinity that when in fact they interact with each other she's not necessarily dominating the relationship you know he puts in his own two cents therefore bringing out her femininity because there she's not necessarily having to dominate the relationship because he's holding himself well and the way she puts it though i can see where i'm like okay well now that's just like fucking weird because it's gonna put it into like perspective where well now women don't want nice guys now women want dominating guys and then you're just sitting there and you're just like well what the fuck do women want what do men want what do partners want you you get 
it gets so overwhelming trying to like wrap your head around the dating scene, the hookup culture, you know, as we were talking about earlier, like I fuck around and say that I have dick appointments and I have mad insecurities and I don't, well, insecurities when it comes to relationships and commitment issues and stuff. So, you know, I myself am in my own little corner of just like every day it's something new and it's something different trying to like unpeel the different layers that come with relationships um, because I wasn't worried about that shit before because one, I was literally going back and forth in my own fucking situationship, but also being younger, I didn't give a fuck about this shit and I didn't think it through as deeply as I kind of do now, I guess, because I don't consider myself that old, but like 26 years old, I have fucking best friends getting married soon and my other best friends moved in together. So I'm just like, I'm seeing healthy relationships develop around me. So I'm kind of thinking about it more right like just because it gets presented to me more I guess um and it it doesn't hurt we're human we we want to I think it's fascinating you know wanting to know how the brain works having questions general questions on just like okay but like what does this mean what does that mean or advice to better like help you understand your yourself and like your next relationship or partnership right but here's my thing about the nice guy theory, like my own personal opinion. I I joke around and I always get that because I'm always like, I'll eat a do I'll eat a nice guy alive. I genuinely believe that's true for me. Because I'm so like guarded and I just feel as though like a nice guy, I'd be very like irritated quickly because I can't coddle a man's insecurities in that sense. Because I myself am already kind of like exhausted with everything that I'm making sure that I'm doing and what that means is you know I've always talked about like my own flaws with my own personality because you know I am self-aware of that I am stubborn I have really bad defense mechanisms I am very guarded when it comes to men I have all these you know when like people like to say I put up a tough front or I put up Whatever it is, those boundaries that people want to talk about um, when I've been presented with that conversation with friends and such, like, I get it. So, you know, I make sure that I'm trying to be as very level-headed and fair in my communication among all my relationships, friends, coworkers, all that jazz. So I'm already working on myself every day to make sure that... I am, and and I want to, and I like to do it because I genuinely believe that sometimes my reactions are led with emotion versus rationale. And so I get, and I get that. And so that's me working on myself and I'm cool with that, but because I'm already fucking focused on all of that shit, (laughs) the last thing I need is to be with a quote unquote nice guy who's not necessarily trying to be the nice guy, but they just feel like if I give this person everything that they want then, you know, that I get something out of that, right? Then, you know, if I show her that, you know, I'm super, super supportive and blah, 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 blah. But like, as it's coming out and as I'm like saying this, I understand the perspective where how disheartening does that sound to a guy who genuinely believes he's a nice fucking guy. <laughs> you have to imagine when they're watching these videos they kind of put them like if the shoe fits kind of th- kind of thing like they're fucking sitting there and they're like well then what the fuck am i a nice guy or am i a dick like no i don't even know <laughs> like this guy's over here thinking because he's a gentleman and he's supportive and he's caring you know is getting told that well what guy- girls don't want nice guys like girls want assholes now like it's it's very like mis miscommunication right 
and we're telling people, well, like, you know, we're telling them, read between the lines. Like, women shouldn't have to do this. Women shouldn't have to do that. And I'm like, bro, like, you know, when I get on here, I'm not necessarily attacking women. Absolutely not. I am a fucking woman. I, I am just as emotional and, like, I obviously, I think like a woman and I my emotions cloud my judgment. But that's why I can sit here and say that, guys. Like, we got to own up to our shit too like we can't necessarily just as much as we need men to realize the faults in their own expectations and the own way that they think about relationships and how they handle themselves because there are men that treat relation women or other men like partners like shit they use them they use them for their own you know just to get whatever it is that they need to to fulfill their insecurities whether that's attention or intimacy whatever the fuck it is right so i'm not i'm not saying that there's not people out there like that but you can't it doesn't like it goes both ways is what i'm trying to say and what i've always been trying to fucking say like i think relationships come down to something a little bit more different than just necessarily blaming one side of the spectrum because that wouldn't make any fucking sense. Like, <laughs> you can't necessarily. It's it always gonna it's always gonna come down to balance, dude. I have a fucking sprite water bottle in my hands, and I'm like, this is an ASMR. Let me take a let me take a minute to drink some of my sprite because I'm like swishing it around, and in my mind, I'm like, is this gonna come back into some weird fucking ASMR shit? <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> I'm like mad fucking cotton mouth, so give me a minute for that. But um. But what you might call it, but yeah, like I just don't. I I heavily believe in balance and understanding that there's two sides to a story, especially with the nice guy theory. Because you can also argue that okay, well, like some men, some men don't like the bro girl, or or they don't like girls that are too in touch with their masculine side, or are too dominating themselves. Like a lot of nice guys don't want to deal with that type of woman, the sassy, the emotional, the high strung all of that shit like that and that's their own fucking prerogative if they don't necessarily want to deal with that high strung of a girl so it, it's it, the fact that it can be both ways I think what it really comes down to boils down to is expectations I believe we fucking set each other up to fail when it comes to our expectations of what a relationship should be One thing we're learning right now in our generation and Gen Z is we're learning to not necessarily approve of how our parents and grandparents did shit back in the day, right? In different spectrums of of whatever it is, whether it's politics, whether it's how you raise your kids, whatever it is, we're noticing that we don't necessarily agree with shit that was done 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. But it's also why we're butting heads when it comes to relationships because how relationships were back in the day are different for what they are now. And I just believe that because we have this false sense of security with a relationship, that within itself is an expectation that we have with another person that we just met. And it's like, we don't get to know people for what they are and take them for who they are. We have already set them up to fail because we have these expectations of what they're supposed to be in a relationship for you, your perspective, your ideology of a relationship, you want that person to be. You expect them to be that if they want to be in your life. When they unmeet these expectations, we get upset 
we take it personal. We take the rejection personal. And we've completely missed the damn point of the experience in that said relationship, right? Because at the end of the day, sometimes they don't have the capacity to meet these expectations because of what we talked about in earlier episodes, because of traumas, because of boundaries. When we talked about Tim's, you know, his cycle of being in two different situations that at the, at the end result, he set up boundaries for himself from his traumas. Therefore, you know, if somebody were to meet him and they always want to throw well, you a fair commitment. Okay. But that's a boundary he has set for himself. And until he's ready to want to open up that boundary and communicate with another person and a partner and go down that path, then it doesn't matter. He's not a bad fucking person for wanting that nice guys. If that's truly how they want to portray themselves in a relationship and that's how they want to be in the relationship, it's pretty, it's really up to us to take people who they are. And if we find something shady about that, right? Like if we believe that the guy's just being nice so he can get something out of whatever it is, understand that that's an experience we all have to have if we want to be in a relationship. Now I know what you're saying. The fuck do you mean you saying, yeah, we have to, we don't have to do shit. You're right. You're fucking right. We don't have to do shit. We can live on this earth single for the rest of our lives. We can live on this earth and you truly, you know, these are your expectations for a relationship and you find somebody who meets a couple of the requirements, you settle down, excuse me, and you have kids. That's great. Like, I think we've definitely obscured our vision of what the fuck a relationship really is and the expectations that come from it because everybody's are going to be different. You watch all these like little rom-coms or, you know, you see, like I said, like, you know, I'll see my best friends like act in a relationship, but it's not what I want in a relationship. I love their healthy dynamics, but that's not a health, like for me, like when I watch it, like when I watch them interact and stuff like that, that's not necessarily how I would portray myself in a relationship because I'm not that type of person. We're all different individuals. That's the fucking point. So I cannot go into like meeting someone and just already thinking, okay, this is what I want out of this fucking relationship. And if this person doesn't meet these expectations, well, then I'm going to try to fix them or I'm going to take it personal or they're just not, they're not ready for a relationship. They have traumas. They have this, they have their fear of commitment. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did I just go, like, turn it, like, flip it and project all of these, all of this shit onto somebody that I just met? We're all imperfect people. That's why you motherfuckers come to my episodes every single time. Because I don't talk about fucking what I had for dinner. I don't talk about this fucking, uh, I don't know, like, spandex to, to buy or fucking sponsoring makeup or blah, blah. Like, I, that's nothing of what I come here to talk about. I talk about real shit, the reality of how things really are. And I'm, I'm not afraid to be like, dude, I fucked up. I've put myself in situations where I'm projecting my own insecurities on somebody else. I'm taking it out on them. It's why I was like, bro, like I have mad fear of commitment because my biggest fear getting into a relationship is going and repeating bad behavior because of my own insecurities. I'm fucking worried I'm going to get into this weird, jealous little bubble because I'm like so afraid to whatever it is that, that, you know, that I can go into deeper another time. But, you know, I don't want to project that on somebody else. That's not fair. That's my boundary. 
And what, you know, as that is quote unquote fear of commitment, that's my prerogative. And it doesn't matter because it doesn't bother anybody else in my life because I'm not putting people in my life to hurt them unless I'm ready to, I guess, communicate further into that quote unquote relationship, future relationship. Right. So, you know, pulling it, you know, taking a step back, it's just, it's just those expectations that we've somehow perceived as how relationships should be. You know, you meet someone, they were, you know, I, I do believe there's like a general requirement. You know, if you're going to get in a relationship with someone, communication, fucking basic shit, basic needs are communications, you know, communication skills and just that level of respect. Because I believe when you lose respect for that person, like it's really hard to try to like fix that dynamic between two people. Or if, you know, you already know you're coming into this. Uh, I don't want to say broken because that sounds really fucking dramatic. But, you know, if you were you already had an idea of where your faults are, right? You have to be able to communicate to that someone right away and not take it personal. If when you communicate your wherever you're at before you're entering this relationship, you know, don't take it personal. If that person is saying that, you know, I'm not met with the skills or I'm not met with like the level of security that you need right now and I just don't think it was it's gonna work between us you know you can't take that shit personal I think that's what's important that needs to happen now is just really kind of understanding what you want and when you don't have it reciprocated walk away learn from the situation and let that be an opportunity that you can take into your next encounter because the more loosely you realize you know we're gonna meet so many fucking people until we die like we, we just that's but I think that's the fascinating part I've learned to take that as like I'm not lonely I'm meeting different opportunities as they come and I'm learning from them and it's helping me learn more and more about myself they're not all sunshine and rainbows I literally was like Thursday I was crying my fucking heart out because I was feeling so emotional about a situation that I put myself in and I just you know the next day after I calmed down and I went to work and you know, I had a girl, I had a great day at work and I was, you know, just drinking my coffee and I was like, you know what? That was that within itself when I was analyzing everything that went down. I was like, you know what? Like, that's just an opportunity to take, you know, on my next uh, whatever as I keep going, trying to understand me and what works for me and my shit and what's going on in my head. It's a growing process for me. So I'm not going to necessarily say like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's it's lonely. The, the dating culture the hookup culture is mad lonely but it's lonely because we're fucking we're telling ourselves we need to be in love and find somebody for the rest of our life and though that is beautiful it's beautiful to find somebody who you can marry or you can have kids with or just not even that like just a partner that you want for the rest of your life to be in your life and share those life experiences with that is 100% beautiful but you cannot cloud yourself with the idea that you're expected to have it so quickly some people meet and they're 15 and they're together for the rest of their life. Some people meet their love of their life at 51. But what you don't do, what, like what you don't get is time. We don't have all the fucking time in the world to be wasting it on trying to fix ourselves to be better for somebody else. We need to fix ourselves for us and be more open to the idea that people are going to come and go. You're going to learn from those opportunities or those relationships, whatever you want to call them. You're going to learn from them, but you're going to live in the moment. Live in the moment. Have fun. If the person 
that you're communicating with, you you sense a red flag, you trust your gut because you already set your boundaries from the start. You trust your gut, you see a red flag, or you communicate and you can see the person is telling you that you are not on the same page as that person. That's your opportunity to walk away and not set some like set yourself up to fail or set them up to fail with unmet expectations because they don't have the capacity to do or be exactly what you want based off of their own traumas and boundaries. That's for them to figure out, not for you to bully them or to, you know, harass the nice guy theory or harass women for, you know, being independent and not wanting to cater to a man's ego. Like women don't have to cater to your fucking ego. Women do not have to cook for you. They don't have to clean for you. They don't have to be there to fucking have your kids. They don't gotta listen to you. If there's girls out there with very independent, strong-willed personalities, and that's not your cup of tea, that's also for you to fucking walk away too. We don't need to be attacking both sides and wondering, like trying to break it apart and saying like, well, how do I do this and how do I do that? Nah, man, you take people for who the fuck they are. And that's a valuable lesson that I've learned in all of my fucking ups and downs with relationships, with people that I've been with, all that shit. That is something that I've learned is you just take people for who they are. You accept their boundaries. You don't take it personal. You let rejection just you take that as that opportunity and you live life and you have a good time that's me I have a good fucking time and as I said earlier sometimes I'm met with the situations where I get hurt because I'm sensitive I'm fucking human I'm imperfect but I keep going man I I don't I don't ever want to take it personal if someone's not directly purposely trying to hurt me I don't take it personal, man. You want to fuck around. You want to lie. You want to be, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to project. It is not going to be with me. I'm going to walk away. If I, that's a mad skill I've gained with my prior, um, my prior relationship is just to walk away when it's not what I want, but that it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you don't have to try to fix people to find something that I guess meets your meets what you would deem reasonable to be with that person right because yeah like I said expectations man they're just what's gonna leave you to fail so you're never gonna get it right on the first fucking shot I mean there are some people that are madly fucking married for years and shit and they got it done on the first shot kudos to them right um, and it's beautiful. There's nothing bitter about shit like that. But in the most, pre- like, predominantly in the culture that we're in right now, the good old fucking hookup culture, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's toxic because we're being little fucking babies about it. <laughs> At the end of the fucking day, when you have, um, when you're like setting yourself up to fail with expectations that you know are not going to be met because you've gotten them from rom-com movies or you see your best friends in better relationships or your parents or blah, 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 blah. When you do that comparison shit or social media or anything like, or you compare yourself to social media or whatever, like setting yourself up to fail. You're not living in the moment. Um, And that's just not going to get you anywhere at the end of the day. But yeah, that's just like, that's just the shit we got to learn. I think, I've seen us come a long way. Um, I don't know about Gen Z. They they fucking crazy. I'm trying I'm trying to wrap my head around Gen Z a little bit more. 
Not gonna lie. <laughs> Still trying to like, and that there are a lot. Um, but I do appreciate that more and more are we asking the questions of like, why do we operate the way that we do, right? Like, why are we doing this shit? When at the end of the day, bro, like, we're, we don't got that much time. So if we've learned anything is that I'm going to take the most, I'm going to live the most out of my life because I almost took myself out. <laughs> so, and I say it lightly now because like I've said before, like I have learned tremendously from the shit that I've been through. So I'm going to sit here and tell you, I'm not on, you know, I'm not a fucking preacher. I'm not no damn Dr. Phil, but I have been through enough that I know that I want to live my life to the fullest. And I want to make sure that I'm not living it with wrong expectations because I was told this is what you're supposed to do, or that's how you're supposed to be in a relationship, or that's how you're supposed to behave and blah, 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 blah. Nah, dude. Like, it, no, <laughs> absolutely not, man. You, we're gonna get better when it comes to relationships, when we work on ourselves and you stop fucking blaming, like, like I said, like the nice guy theory or blaming women for being too independent or too headstrong. Like, bro, how about we all shut the fuck up, live our lives, worry about ourselves, worry about making sure we're secure within ourselves and we love ourselves and go from there. Because what I've learned is that I have some of the best relationships in my life, friendship-wise, because I stopped fucking having expectations for all kinds of shit. And I've been enjoying the moment, and that's why, you know, I think that's very important. But we'll see. We will see. Right now, the fucking aesthetic of toxic is just, just, everyone's living their best life, thinking that's one of the coolest aesthetics to have fucking let me bro if i see any more videos about daddy issues being an aesthetic i'm i'm lighting social media on fire like i'm i can't <sighs> i can't with social media sometimes but anyways man that was my that was my rant for the day because i'm fucking over it this cotton mouth is not working for me and i'm fucking over it so to the next one guys 